Hello and welcome to the final episode in season one of our podcast, To Affinity and Beyond. I'm Pete Denby, host of the podcast and co-founder at Hyper. In this episode, I'm going to reflect on three things. What we've learned from starting and producing a regular podcast, our most listened to podcast and its main highlights, and three key insights from the rest of season one. So to start, I'll cover what we've learned from starting and producing a regular podcast. First of all, it takes time to find your feet. Although a couple of us had appeared on other podcasts, it was definitely unfamiliar territory for us in a number of ways. We had to come up with a concept for the podcast, understand what tech we'd need for recording audio and video, and for editing each podcast. We had to learn about finding guests, uh, distributing a podcast, and how to market the podcast to build an audience. Then layer on actually recording the podcast, how to talk naturally in an unnatural situation. We've improved through the first season, but there's still room to get much better. Secondly, we're a scale-up, self-funded tech and consulting business, and so operate a tight budget. That means we've done literally everything ourselves. That's really helped our learning curve and given us valuable experience to apply to future series of the podcast. But we've also identified where we need a little help to make aspects more professional and to more effectively reach an audience that will find the content really valuable. Thirdly, it's often the content you'd least expect that's the biggest hit. We've experimented with a combination of guests from our own company and external guests across a range of disciplines, including AI, data science, customer insight, conversion rate optimization, among others. Some of the interviews and topics discussed have washed over the audience a little bit. Others have created loads of interest and debate. Also, I've had feedback from people I never knew listened to the podcast about some of the content that we've produced. People who have seen the video clips we post or listen to a podcast on a podcast platform, you never really know who's actually consuming your content. That leads me nicely on to the second reflection. What's our most listened to podcast and what were the highlights? Well, I'm really pleased to say that the most popular podcast is Which Brands Are Winning with Affinity Analytics? which had around double the listens of the second most listened to podcast. Now this surprised me, this is a podcast that talks specifically about the type of work we do for our clients, albeit not in a salesy way. We explored the topic of affinity analytics and the complementary data science techniques of creating attributes and customer need states. We then applied theory to well-known businesses who use this type of approach, ultimately to help them deliver amazing customer experiences. So people like Netflix, Spotify, and Airbnb were prime examples. So to recap from that episode, Affinity Analytics helps understand the relationships between people and the products that they buy and browse. It tells us the affinity customers have with products, the loyalty to those products, and the substitutability of one product for another. Attributes give us a rich language to describe products and the customers who buy them in a customer-centric way. For example, a customer might describe a garment as being slim blue chinos, everyday workwear, premium quality. Understanding that helps a retailer or a brand to merchandise the garment more effectively in stores, on their website, and promote it in more relevant ways to customers. Finally, customer need states help us understand how customers make buying decisions. You may also know them as customer decision trees. Each branch of the tree represents a different decision. For example, when buying wine, you typically start by deciding on the color of the wine. 
then the price range, perhaps followed by the grape or the region and so on and so forth. Using this type of approach, you can understand which products satisfy a particular need state. This can be quite telling as it uncovers hidden insights about whether you are under or overranged on certain products. When combined with affinity analytics, it helps decisions about which products to offer in your range and which to promote when others are out of stock, as they're in the same considerations set for a customer. And combining with attributes provides an opportunity to more effectively describe your products and differentiate them in the minds of customers, improving sales conversion rates. I was joined by my co-founders, Adam, Damon and Tom on this episode, and we really enjoyed recording it as it's a topic that we live and breathe day in, day out. As we record more episodes, we may explore other data science and AI techniques peppered with examples of how businesses successfully use them. So finally, I'd like to touch on some of the key insights from other podcasts in our first series. Three of these that I'd I'd like to call out. So in episode six, I spoke to Tony Mooney, who I've worked with at Sky when he ran a 600 strong data insight and decision science function. Tony evangelizes the use of data and analytics to improve decision making, but warned against some of the pitfalls, particularly our inherent biases. That's something we'll look to focus on in a future episode, given its importance. Tony sees the biggest short term opportunity for AI as being the uh, to transform business models, removing friction from the customer's experience. Companies such as Netflix, Amazon, and Gusto are prime examples of this. They make it easier to consume their content or buy products, removing major barriers to purchase. Secondly, I spoke to Ash Fontana of Zeta Venture Partners, a firm who invests exclusively in high potential AI startups. Ash is also the author of the AI First Company, a really interesting book that he has brought out and is available to buy. Ash explained what he looks for in AI-focused startups. The first element is the prediction usability threshold, or PUT, which measures how well the AI system that the company is building predicts a certain thing. For example, the likelihood of a machine to fail or a customer to buy a certain product. Secondly, is it accurate enough for the client to put into action and how will they do that? And finally, does the product make it faster, cheaper or better for the client? By how much and therefore, what are you going to pay for it? A combination of these three things helps guide Ash's decisions on which companies to invest in. My third insight is from our own Jesse Stewart, who starred alongside Tom Hill and talked about one of her specialist subjects, TikTok. Jesse broke down the TikTok for you algorithm, explaining how it generates recommendations for videos based on your behavior on the platform and other key inputs. Jesse explains how the algorithm's predictions improve the more you watch, like or swipe and has fueled an unhealthy addiction as to how I spend far too much time now watching TikToks rather than doing something much more useful with my time. I really love this episode because Jesse breaks down what's actually quite a complex subject into easy to understand language. So there you have it. My reflections from season one of To Affinity and Beyond. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback and suggestions for future episodes, so please do get in touch with me at peter at hyper-group.co.uk. If you'd like to find out more about our business and the way that we help our clients, check out our website, www.hyper-group.co.uk. In the meantime, I'm a big fan of podcasts in general, so please check out the show notes for my suggestions of others to check out. Happy listening, and we do hope you join us again for season two.